Hello and welcome back to Best Lens. I'm Bethany and I'm so glad you have joined me in looking through my lens on living a faith-filled life. Hello and welcome back to Beth's Lens with Beth and her mum, Elizabeth. And can you believe we are heading into the month of June? We are um, here today to talk about the seven churches, Bethany, in Revelation. Mm -hmm. Remember last month we had a little fury into Revelation? Yep, we and, did. And then we decided that we were going to do something about the seven churches. So we're really glad that you've joined us today, wherever you are, whether it's morning, afternoon or evening, whether you're out walking in the sunshine or you're sitting home beside the fire because of the rain. We're glad you're here <laughs> and we hope that we will have a really great time together just learning a little bit more about these churches. I, I had forgotten their names, never mind anything about <laughs> them, Bethany. I was saying that to you earlier, wasn't I? Mm -hmm. um, so it's going to be interesting. And it's going to be a whistle-stop tour because we've got to get through it all of them. It is, yes. Yeah, I think that possibly we could do a podcast on each of them. Yes, but that would could. take a while. Yeah. But there's so much in every single one of them that you can learn mm -hmm. so much from. So this mm -hmm. will be quite a quick flyover yes. and just try and glean as much knowledge as we can. I think that's the, the good way to do it, isn't it? So let's get stuck in. I guess um, I have at the top of it, before that you, know, you even go into them all, I've mm -hmm. got... The good, the bad, and the ugly, because mm. um, I think I think there's there are films named that and things, aren't there? A, a country mm -hmm. a western film or something like that. Yeah. But um, I think that's true of these, isn't it? There's just a, like it's almost like good, bad, you know, mm -hmm. um, and so it goes on like a kind of a a sequence um, throughout them all. So yeah. we start with what I was thinking we could do is we could read the section of the church That's and then talk plan. about it and okay. then read the next one because I think if we Great. read it all we'll have forgotten what happened in the first one. True, true. Okay, so um, do you want to read Ephesus? Sure, I can. That'd be really good. So it's chapter two. We're talking about chapters two and three today because that's all the churches. Um, so at the start of chapter two, so obviously verse one, we've got to the angel of the church in Ephesus write the words of him who hold the seven, holds the seven stars in his right hand who walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your toil and your patient endurance and how you cannot bear with those who are evil, but have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not and found them to be false. I know you are enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake and you have not grown weary, but I have this against you that you have abandoned the love that you had at first. Remember, therefore, where you have from where you have fallen. Repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. Yet this you have. You hate the works of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will grant to eat of the tree of life which is in the paradise of God. So Jesus kind of gives them a few things and says, you've done, you're doing this quite well. You're enduring patiently. You're bearing up. You've not grown weary. So he doesn't condemn them completely. He mm -hmm. commends them a little bit. Yeah. So like just to, before we like actually talk about the churches, if yeah. you didn't listen to the last podcast, basically what this is, is it's a revelation. It is a, vision that mm -hmm. John, John has mm -hmm. and so at the start it says to the angel of the church in Ephesus right mm. so it it's talking about that God wants John to write to these churches to tell them things yeah. and we so, talked about the angel being like the mm -hmm. messenger didn't we so yeah. the pastor as mm -hmm. we would know it now or the minister yes. or the whatever 
Yes, exactly. And um, it's really important to realise that these letters are not um, of condemnation, they're mm. of conviction. Mm. So they're a warning. So every time he tells them off or something, he's not mm. saying, oh, you you failed. You, mm. That's it. You're mm-hmm. done. You can't do anything about it. He's saying, hey, you're not doing so well in this, but maybe you could mm. try a little bit harder. There's one in a little while, though, but he does tell them that they, they make him sick. <laughs> that's not what you yeah. want to hear, is it? Like, second part, mm-hmm. yeah. But still, yeah, like, right. the Lord never abandons us. He no. doesn't just say, oh, I can't do this with you anymore. He, he, it is a letter of conviction. So, all, mm. so a lot of them have a lot of bad things said about them. But it's yes. really just, he's like, buck up your act because I know you can do better. Yeah. And that's often why he says good things about them too. That's, yeah, that's so true. And, and it's really important. I think we've found that in life, haven't we? That, you mm-hmm. know, um, people respond best with, being told actually I don't think this is great by almost being shrouded in you do this really well Mm -hmm. but by the way this could do some work yeah I think we all like that don't we like where you know we we don't like to be just told the the bad things we want to have a little bit of uh, a, a look at the good things too yeah um so the whole thing at the beginning the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand I was reading that that the seven stars are the the sign of the completion of the Holy Spirit and what he can do and mm-hmm. um there's a little while later we'll see that, that, that there's a church that basically have left him out mm-hmm. left the holy spirit out and i think mm-hmm. that's a massive um warning for all of us to not leave one part of the trinity out of out of our church you know yeah. do you know that can we and um the seven golden lampstands this is a reflection of the church isn't it like as a church we are a lampstand so a lampstand doesn't have light by itself it generates light from another source is that yes. am i right yeah and it's kind of like in this case is the lampstand is the thing that sort of displays the light it's the thing that holds the light so yes. it's the thing that bears the image of the light to the world yes. and so it's the example of god yeah um yeah so and so like we are the lampstand the mm-hmm. church because we are to illuminate mm-hmm. the light of Christ mm-hmm. in our lives and to to send out, and that's what he's saying. He's saying that you know you people have the responsibility of being my people, my eyes, ears, feet, hands on the ground. But if you don't get it right, therefore yeah. the light is dimmed and sometimes even goes out. Yeah, and that's why later on in in verse uh, five it says. Mm. Um, I will come to you and remove your lampstand. And I kind of struggled with that for mm. a minute. I was like, wait, does that mean that like they're not a church anymore? They're not Christians? Mm, mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that. It's not losing salvation. It's just mm. that they're not going to be an example of God. Yeah. He's removing their lampstand because he's like, look, I'm actually kind of ashamed yeah. to... Like, you know when you, you meet those people and they say, I can never become a Christian because of the experiences I've had mm-hmm. with Christians? The That's this. Yeah. Is yeah. God saying, hey, I don't want you to be an example of me if you're going to live like this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I um, have stolen someone else's thoughts mm-hmm. on this. And in that verse that you just spoke about, um, I love this. Um, it's a guy called David Jeremiah that I looked up. And he has just three words. And it's basically in from verse 5. Remember, repent, repeat. So he says, remember from where you have fallen, so remember what you've done, repent, say sorry, and then repeat, go back and do the first works that you first did when yeah. you first became a Christian. And I was like, I, I took that on board for myself. Mm-hmm. Remember, you know, what it felt like to be his mm-hmm. and to be held and to be a Christian. And then how far sometimes we fall from that mm-hmm. and, you know, we, we go cold and then repent and say, God, I, I want more i want to be back and then repeat go back and say do you know what i want that yearning love for jesus and do the things that i did that with the same kind of excitement 
that you have yeah. whenever you first know him. Yeah, because what this church is being accused of is mm. abandoning the love you had at first. It doesn't yeah. mean that they're like not Christians anymore. It just mm. means you know they've kind of they've kind of forgotten a little mm. bit why they're doing things in the first place, which is really sad. Because Ephesus is a really prominent church in the Bible. You know, you mm-hmm. have Ephesians, which mm-hmm. is a whole book addressed and about them. it. Yeah. Um, and also you had so many prominent people in the Bible mm-hmm. minister to them. You mm-hmm. had Paul stay there for quite mm-hmm. a while. You had mm-hmm. Priscilla and Aquila, you had Apollos yeah. and Timothy. And, and there's a lot of people who like, you know, you'd kill to have mm. come speak in your church now. Mm. Yeah. But like, maybe not kill, that's not a good idea. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it'd be amazing. And you think, how on earth could yeah. they lose their mm. passion after yeah. having those people? But it just shows that after time, mm-hmm. stuff can happen and it, we get hardened you. as well, don't we? Mm-hmm. And, we you know, and and sometimes, because um, uh, the headline for this was the loveless church. Mm. And I was like, I can think of nothing worse than a loveless mm-hmm. church. Do you know I mean? But once you have given love and that love has been quashed or returned or, you mm-hmm. know, just not accepted, people can get quite, you know, um, just find it difficult to keep doing that mm-hmm. then. And do you, know I mean? you can understand mm-hmm. that. And it's about um, actually remembering repenting repeating dad's been saying this saying in church in his sermons like for a few weeks now and it's really sad that i can't remember the actual thing but it's like what one generation chooses to believe the next can choose to ignore or and then the next can choose to like come off it completely or whatever it's not that abandoned but it it really shows he keeps saying we need to repeat the simple truth over and over again because we think it's just simple truth why would we need to say it again but the next generation they don't care about a simple truth mm-hmm. that's what their grandfather used to believe a simple truth so yeah. why would they yeah so we need to keep going and they think that. they're progressive they think mm-hmm. they're doing really well because you know they have moved on but actually mm-hmm. we know the simple truths of the bible are the things that will mm-hmm. stand the test of time yeah and like last of all i think he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit mm. says to the churches i think that's just something that we all need to hear isn't yes. it? we all need to do absolutely absolutely so that's ephesus so i read smyrna mm-hmm. yeah Okay, so from verse 8, it says, And to the angel of the church in Smyrna write, The words of the first and the last, who died and came to life. I know your tribulation and your poverty, but you are rich. And the slander of those who say that they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison, that you may be tested. And for ten days you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. He who has an ear, let me hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers will not be hurt by the second death. That is not a message you want to get. No. Is it? The persecuted church and the suffering church is what this one is, isn't yeah. it? They're um, going to go through a rough time and they have been through a rough time. Yeah. And, they, and he's saying to them, be fearless and be faithful. Mm-hmm. It's only one of, the two, one of two of the churches that didn't receive a rebuke mm-hmm. from Christ. Because uh, they are going to go through, and, and I love that. I know your tribulation and your poverty, and, and then in little brackets, but you are rich. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. the thing, like, the meek shall inherit the earth, you know, the this, this is martyrdom, really, isn't it, for them? Mm-hmm. And it must be so hard to bear and to think of it, what's about to come. Yeah. Yeah, and we were saying about how um, some people think of this as the phases of the church, you know, like, mm-hmm. diff- through mm-hmm. the different years, you can go through different parts. But we were actually talking about that quite a lot of these attributes 
are in our church at the moment which is really sad you know like because we can quite often find that people have you know fallen away from the reason they actually became a christian in the first place we can find that there's there's more subjects we'll cover and that that those sorts of things are in our church and we will find that there is persecution no matter Mm. what it is you know we may not be having to meet underground because we Mm. are worried that people are going to come and arrest us yes but there are times where it is really hard and Mm. so we can Mm. take this and say hey like these people were facing worse than us and jesus said to them to just stay strong yeah apathy is a really bad thing in the church isn't it and and Mm. lethargy and and just all that and and that's that is the way it is And, and i know and then sometimes persecution comes and it really shakes people up mm-hmm. do you like me and uh, I, we just heard at the weekend that you know there's a there's a list open doors have a list of you know the churches uh, or the countries that are the most affected and it's always been north korea has been up there but mm-hmm. afghanistan has just overtaken them wow and you just think like like our brothers and sisters in christ are suffering and they could get a letter like this mm-hmm. do you know what mm-hmm. you guys but listen be fearless be faithful because i will give you a crown of life and and we want to stand with them. We want to stand against persecution. Mm-hmm. I read today that only... Because this is Turkey, Smyrna. It's Izmir. I-S-M-I-R. is the name okay. of the place. And seemingly in Turkey, it's only 2% of the population that are Christians. Oh, wow. So imagine that. That's Ephesus as well, isn't it? It's in Turkey. Yeah. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I, I actually didn't read it for that, but I'm not very good with my own... I think it's in geo- Turkey, yeah. geo- Or geography. near Turkey, anyway. Yeah, I think you're probably right. So it's, you know... It's kind of scary, isn't it, yeah. that, that that's, that's the, the numbers, you know, mm-hmm. and they've, what they've got. And again, it says, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the mm-hmm. Spirit says to the churches. And and the second death, of course, is talking about hell, isn't it? Mm. And, um, seemingly in chapter 20, that goes all about that. I've, I've written chapter 20 beside, my, beside <laughs> that, so I'm guessing that's what that means. And judgment before the great white throne. Yeah. And, the defeat of Satan. Yeah. I love um, the be faithful unto death, which is a really big, you know, yeah, quite yeah. like uh, request. And it says, and I will give you the crown of life. And this crown isn't talking about, you know, the crown that we put on a king's head. It's not oh. gold. Mm-hmm. It's actually the word is Stephanos. Mm. It's not a royalty crown, but a reward often for athletes. So, you know, you would get like the at, in the greek games you would mm-hmm. get the the yeah. is it the laurel leaf or the yeah. olive leaf it's or, laurel leaves isn't it isn't and it would get right? put yeah. around their head mm-hmm. and it's not to say they're royalty it's to say they've won mm-hmm. and that's basically what he's saying is like stand your ground even mm-hmm. unto death because then you win you yes. win the chance to go to heaven you get the crown of life yes yeah and that's the thing isn't it like we talk often about how we begin but it's how we end Mm-hmm. That really is the most important, mm-hmm. and uh, they've they're ending well, and they're faithful, and and they've got a promise as as we all have actually. Yeah. If we're faithful unto death, we will we will receive the crown that he has to offer us as well. Yeah, awesome. So then we've got Pergamum. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like a spice. <laughs> it does. Is that, is that cardamom? That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Okay, as you were. So that starts at verse 12. It says, And to the angel, so again, the pastor, the angel of the church mm. in Pergamum writes, The words of him who has the sharp two-edged sword. I know where you dwell, where Satan's throne is, yet you hold, my, hold fast my name, mm. and you did not deny my faith. Even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who was killed among you, where Satan dwells, but I have a few things against you. You have some there who hold the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the sons of Israel, so that they might eat food sacrificed to idols and practice sexual immorality. 
So you also have be- have who oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. So you also have some who hold the teaching of the Nicolaitans. Therefore, repent. If not, I will come to you soon and war against them with sword of my mouth. He who has an ear, let him hear what the scripture says to the churches. To those, to the ones who conquer, I will give some of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone with a new name written on the stone that no one knows except the one who receives it. That's tricky. And besides it, I've written ugly. So the good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> this one seems to be ugly, and it's yeah. it's the compromising church. Yeah, is the heading. They've really I found. just gone with like who's the guys that don't actually follow the Christian teachings. Mm. Let's follow them. Well, I think the thing, yeah, the thing as well is the so Pergamos was um, known as Satan's city because mm-hmm. of its like just paganism and mm-hmm. horrendous activities that went on. Yeah. And so I think they did have faith, but I think they then were overcome. You know, it's that whole thing of having yourself at church, but your mind on the world. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what happened. And they end up blending their beliefs. Yeah. Which we can find quite often. And, you know, you Mm. don't want to be one of those people that calls out and say that they're they're not genuine Christians because yeah, you don't know. Yeah. But and things, we have, things change, don't they? Like over time, like we were, we were talking to someone today and, you know, he's a Christian and he, he crossed his fingers like, you know, for like, I hope this happens. <laughs> Jack to me. Yeah. And I was like, it's so funny because like as a kid growing up, I was taught, oh, you know, we don't do that. Jack to me, but yeah. it's so prevalent now and mm-hmm. things like you say about things like that, like, you know, it's blending your beliefs a little bit. Exactly, mm-hmm. because we would have made the sign for prayer almost, put our hands together and go, oh, I really hope that goes well, or whatever, yeah. I'm praying it goes well. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's like, you kind of become like what the world does, yeah. and you do, you cross fingers. But yeah, I think that there are very dangerous places where Christianity is just saying, hey, like, actually, you know, we don't need to follow exactly what the Bible says, because mm, God yeah. moves with us, and he wants us to move on, and to be able to yeah. do better things, and yeah. once you get into They're those wrong, sorts of things, yeah, like, it, it's <laughs> it's not going well. No. Because, like, that, that is it. Like, yesterday, today, and forever, Jesus is the same. Now, that he's doesn't timeless. mean... Yeah. And that doesn't mean that he's stuck in a dark age. It means that he can... You mm-hmm. know, we can trust him, and he has an answer for everything. And and that's the thing as well. We often hear people say, oh, but that's not said in the Bible. Do you know what? There really is nothing under the sun that is not addressed yeah. in the Bible. Yeah. And, you know, in verse 13, he says, you hold fast my name, and you do not deny my faith. So mm. they are still Christians. Mm-hmm. They're still yes. following him. They're yes. like, yeah, we love God. He's awesome. Yeah. But we mm-hmm. also kind of love these other teachings. We think that he, they're talking about God, and they're great. But actually, yeah. he's talking about Balaam. He yeah. taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the sons of Israel. That's a story from the Old Testament. Mm. And, like, it, it was not a good story. These no. guys were not good. No. God had to actually speak through a donkey, mm-hmm. didn't he, at that point? Do you like me? That's kind of... Yeah. Nicolaitans are mentioned again. Mm-hmm. They were in the last bit as well, mm-hmm. weren't they? Or the one I've before. heard something about them, but I can't remember. But they, they were bad. They were not good people, mm. I think, because they were actually... I think... I'm going to say this with absolutely no assurance at all. Okay. But I think that they were some sort of like Christian-esque, but okay. have gone completely off Christianity. Right, right, right. And so then if the church is associated with them, they're basically being associated with people that don't believe in the true message of God. Sure. And so he says to the Ephesians, 
I'm glad. He doesn't say that I hate the Nicolaitans. He mm-hmm. says that I hate the works of the Nicolaitans. I think yeah. that's very important to realize. He doesn't hate the people. He yeah. hates the works. And so he said to the Ephesians, like, I'm really glad that you hate the works of them, that you're not going to, like, you know, continue to bless them in them their works but then the church of pergamum are going woohoo the nicolosians they're great they're really cool we love yeah. them yeah i just looked them up just mm-hmm. a really quick thing that just says that what you've just said they're mm-hmm. an early christian sect mentioned twice in the book of revelation and um, they were considered heretical by the mainstream early christian church mm. um i'm really glad that i yeah. wasn't spouting heresy there no the ritual sex <laughs> is part of the mosaic law and it was illicit for them or or that they went too far during christian love feasts so basically yeah, they, they kind of took lots of different thoughts and tried to make them Christians, if you yeah. like, but it didn't really work. So, yeah. Uh, not great. No, so um, you were saying, Bethany, earlier mm-hmm. to me, something about the white stone part of this. Yeah. What is you that had all about? some little points. Of well, that. I did, but do you know, I think you're spare. I don't really remember what mine was. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> one th- one story about the white stone yeah. was that in the um, in the games that they would have had, you know, just like the the local kind of mm-hmm. games, um, whenever you won, you got a white stone and your name was engraved on it, and it's basically like a congratulations. And then, <laughs> then later on, in feasts and different things, if you were to produce this white stone, it's basically like a VIP card. You get in like loads of places. Like a Tesco club card. Yeah, not exactly. It's no. <laughs> not like if you produce this stone, they're like, "Oh, you're a champion. Cool, come yes, in." And yes. so it was like a sign of victory. The other yeah. thing it was was you could give it to somebody as a sign of friendship. Mm. And so when he's talking about, I will give them a white stone. He's saying, "Hey." He, well done you've done awesome yeah. and I want you to be my BFF <laughs> um, and I want you to know that I really love you so I'm going to give you the mm. stone and it's talking about a new name written on the stone and I guess that's talking about you know we do get a new identity in Christ we we get mm. I don't know maybe that's not actually what it's speaking I don't about know. But... Um, I've got written here that the white stone um, signifies citizenship which mm-hmm. I think is lovely because I think you read out from someone the other day um, earlier to me about the whole white stone thing and, and that you know um, exception mm-hmm. to a feast mm-hmm. well there'll be a marriage supper yeah it's giving you um you know a, a way to extend friendship mm-hmm. we have something like the only thing we can take to heaven actually are the souls of other people mm-hmm. you know we can only tell others about Jesus and, and long to see them saved and that's mm-hmm. what you know what our ultimate goal is well our ultimate goal is to honor Jesus but you know yeah. after that and I, I just love like it's um it's just such a lovely sign isn't it yeah. of what we're given and I think um you know like we we come to Christianity really because we realize who we are and yeah. what we've done and what mm-hmm. he's done for us but we get so much yeah so it also says it could have been a, a picture of being counted so I guess oh, that's the, yeah. the citizenship yeah. Yeah. and also as an acquittal in the court of law yes so yeah, again it's, so it's, a, it's got a real yeah um, it's very rich with mm-hmm. salvation p- pictures yeah isn't so it? then it, the before that it says to the one that conquers i will give some of the hidden manna so that's mm-hmm. basically saying like i'll provide for you you know in the yeah. old testament the manna was yeah. the the bread like thing substance that yeah. fell from the ground mm-hmm. because they needed from food the yeah, to the ground, yeah. yeah from the sky to the ground because yeah. they needed food so he's saying i will provide for you and i will also give you friendship i'll give mm-hmm. you salvation i'll give mm-hmm. you citizenship i'll give you belonging i'll give you love i will give you you know um freedom mm-hmm. and so it's yeah it's rich yeah i think that the big part of this here for me is um the warning do not dilute mm-hmm. the word of god 
Yeah. And that's what they have done. They've taken mm-hmm. the eyes off the word of God and they've listened to what's around them. So, and, and we've got a lot of that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of agendas. There's a lot of messages that are being forced mm-hmm. upon us. And it's like, we are bigoted and bad if we don't believe them. But the Bible says, don't dilute, dilute me. Don't go away yeah. from me. Because this is, this is what it is. And, and it can seem harsh and it can seem unfriendly and it can seem difficult. But actually, this is God's best. Yeah. Is it me to read again? It is you to read. Okay, Thyatira. I kind of like saying Thyatira. <laughs> I don't know why. So from verse 18, And to the end of the church in Thyatira write, The words of the Son of God, whose eyes like a flame of fire and whose feet are like a burnished bronze. That's scary, isn't it, already? I know your works, your love and your faith and service and patient endurance, and that your latter works exceed the first. But I all have this against you, that you tolerate that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophetess and is teaching and seducing my servants to practice to practice sexual immorality and to eat food sacrificed to idols. I gave her time to repent, but she refuses to repent of her sexual immorality. Behold, I will throw her onto a sickbed and those who commit adultery with her I will throw into great tribulation unless they repent of her works. And I will strike her children dead and all the churches will know that I am he who searches mind and heart. And I will give to each of you according to your works. But to the rest of you in Thyatira, who do not hold to this teaching, who have not learned what some call the deep things of Satan, to you I say, I do not lay on you any other burden. Only hold fast what you have until I come. The one who conquers and who keeps my works until the end, to him I will give authority over the nations. And he will rule them with a rod of iron, as when earthen pots are broken in pieces, even as I myself have received authority from my father and I will give him the morning star he who has an ear let me hear what the spirit says to the churches oh this lady is in trouble I think Jezebel is quite a famous name isn't it uh, yeah I don't even know if that's her actual name in this part is I think it's it's basically she is a Jezebel like Uh, person Mm -hmm. yeah I've um I've heard a story of one person that I knew I don't actually remember who it was but they said in a meeting like Jezebel not a great name I mean who would name their kid Jezebel and there was a Jezebel in the meeting <gasps> oh, no. but honestly like <laughs> I wouldn't name my child Jezebel no can you not name it any of my grandchildren Jezebel I'll, I'll try right? not to thanks <laughs> excellent yeah so Jezebel basically it's really difficult isn't it because there are people who have strong opinions mm-hmm. and there are people who come in and mm-hmm. who really want to sway and, they, and, and we would be really aware of that kind of... Mm-hmm. Wouldn't we, when, I, I think we. Um, when someone says, who calls herself a prophetess. Mm. And so there's there's a difference between putting yourself up mm-hmm. for the line of work mm-hmm. for Christ. But like, you know, for saying, hey, I want to surrender my life for Christ. I want to yeah. do all I can. And, be, and then there's the other people who burst in and say, I am a prophetess. Yeah. I can do all of this. And they want the oh. power. Oh, they want the yes. authority. And it, sometimes it's hard to differentiate them. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I think in this case it's not that And way. it's really difficult. The Bible doesn't really portray women, you know, like we don't have, and especially in the highlands of Scotland, we don't have a great idea of what women can do in a church. Yeah, it's quite uh, cloudy. It's cloudy and it's difficult. And, it's, um, and, and we have a f- couple of verses that kind of really put the kibosh on, mm-hmm. you know, so women remain silent in the church, which, you know, we don't, particularly think I mean they're not allowed to preach it just means you know people like this who would come in and start saying things and even in the midst of someone else already speaking or whatever and Jezebel yeah. here this lady who's like Jezebel she does not portray a woman you know that that does well and yet yeah. later on um we've got like 
that Lydia sort of is that no where is the place that Lydia came from oh. is it um. is it Thyatira anyway well I'll come back to that in a minute but Lydia is from one of these sort of places and and it's like you know she really did do amazing work she became a Christian and she you know she invited the Paul and, and the rest of the guys back mm -hmm. and they you know she, she allowed their, her house to be used as a, as a church and mm -hmm. you've got you've got so many like Timothy's mum and, and granny who are yeah. amazing women you've got Mary who was the first one to tell of Jesus yeah. uh, coming back from the dead do you, do you know what I mean we have but we don't often remember the women that God uses we remember yeah. the woman that God that God or whoever God's servants have rebuked mm-hmm and that's difficult, isn't it? This this title I've got for this one is the Adulterous Church, mm. and basically, um, the 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 titles that someone had for, um that I stole are um the threat of discipline was in verse twenty two, um so basically says I will throw her onto a sick bed whether that was literal or, yeah. you know, or or actually just phys um what's the word literal or Imagery? symbolic yeah, um the threat of death. Again, the message to the Christians, so those are the people who who actually are not abiding by what she's saying. Mm -hmm. And then the message to the conquerors in 26 to 29 is like, you know, this is what's going to happen mm -hmm. if you actually get through all of this. Um, so, yeah, you wouldn't want to be part of an, an adulterous church, would you? No. Yeah. It, it's it's difficult because those verses that you were talking about in Timothy that were yeah. speaking to the people saying that the woman can't have to be silent in the church. Mm. There's a lot of rich history behind that mm -hmm. in that the, the church, where it was placed, and I, I can imagine reading this that they have similar ideas. The sure. religion before Christianity came to them was very female-led. Yes. Females had all of the power and that was because you had to have a sexual experience to be able to worship God. That's mm -hmm. what they believed happened. So Jezebel's coming in going, hey guys, this is how you experience God. Let's try it. And that, so mm -hmm. she's teaching them sexual immorality. Yes. And God's like, no, that's not how you <laughs> do it. Yes. And so when he was talking to that other church saying, you know, woman pipe down a bit, he was actually meaning, yo, like, let's stop trying yeah. to brainwash Easy, guys. them in. Yeah, uh -huh. um, let's maybe be quiet so everyone can learn. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, right now, when she's not just coming in being like, oh, let's think about all these dirty, dirty thoughts. Mm -hmm. She's actually mm -hmm. coming in and teaching them a completely different religion. Sure, yes. Yeah. I, I have just looked it up as well, and it was Thyatira that Lydia came from. Okay. And um, it was a really rich community because you know like obviously we know Lydia was a seller of purple mm -hmm. and that's kind of what they were known for in this in this place so there was quite a quite a wealthy community yeah. um I love that like if you go back to where Lydia's conversion is it actually goes into the fact that after that like they, she goes back to Thyatira to mm -hmm. tell um yeah. of of what, what uh, God has done for her and so probably when this church was built yeah on the basis of that mm -hmm. And it's do you like me? And you just think it's amazing as well to think like when you have someone who is firsthand experienced God, do 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 like me? And and you see the church, and then it gets further and further away. Yeah. You know, like me? And often um, that can happen, and we've got to be so careful about that. Mm -hmm. Do you know about putting the right things in in place? Like for instance, I think you know with this woman, I, I I don't know whether she had just turned up at the church and started spouting all this, but. 
we have to have protocols in place that people are protected. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, it used to be in church that, you know, somebody would come and you'd say, oh, you can take Sunday school. Does that kill yeah. me? And you'd see someone and, and it's not, that can't happen yeah. because we have our, our young people to protect. And mm-hmm. same for people preaching. They have to be there a time and they have to prove mm-hmm. that they love Jesus yeah. you know, and that they listen to him and listen to the Spirit. Because otherwise, you're just letting anybody have mm-hmm. the reins on the pulpit. And that's such a dangerous position, it isn't it? Is. Yes. So I think we've done a whole chapter and we're pretty deep into things. Mm. And I think it might be a good point to actually stop and maybe do the rest of the churches yeah. next month. Okay. I don't know how everybody else feels about that. Maybe yeah. you're like, no, keep going. But you'll just have to tune in <laughs> next month. Indeed. And just make sure that you're not the loveless church or the compromising church or the adulterous church. And if you are the suffering church, to be steadfast. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Isn't that what I keep saying? Mm -hmm. Hold fast is what I keep saying. Yeah. And and he who has an ear to hear Mm. what the Spirit says, let him hear it. Let's do that for this next month. Yeah. So much to learn from them. And we're so excited to dig into the rest of the churches as well so we Mm. hope you guys enjoyed this one and we hope you tune in next month as well yeah see you then speak to you then bye bye